he got his uh, like pride, self worth, and everything by how he participated in the community. You know, like oh, like uh, I put on this show, or like I, I attended this show and I was turned up at this show. You know, mm. I did merch at this show. Like I'm actually, cause a lot of like people don't contribute to the culture that they consume from and he kind of like really made it clear to me like yo like if you love the shit you gotta participate in it you know what i mean in any facet even whether you're the top dog of it or the you know just, just attending helping out picking yeah. up carrying a merch box yeah. you know what i mean like that shit is contributing to the culture that you're energized by happening in the first place. So, like, he was a, just a When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, example of that for me you know what I mean because there was a lot of like he that that fool worked really hard for not a lot of flowers you know what I mean but mm. for, for folks that know know you know what I mean like to the point that folks that didn't even know him know yeah <laughs> meaning you you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah because like uh, I mean because like even like I mean yeah it just goes like if you really care about hardcore like like even like me like just starting with hardcore and it's like then getting into other things like I was like fuck I really love this shit so like you know you pay attention to every little detail uh-huh. you know and that's the thing that bothers me and I've said it like and I've been open about it but I'm not trying to be like like with like newer hardcore kids where they're like so like oh my god like this is sick but it's like no you're only like like what the top dogs show you does that make sense and I would like go to like 17, 20 and be like gloom lives I'm like what the like what is that and like Tim Butcher forever and I'm like yeah. what is that you know what I mean like like you know just the little stickers on the like yeah, yeah. on the venue and then from there I was like and, I, and then I was like oh well like what band was Tim Butcher in and then you know folks would be like oh like on the cell like uh, Minus and all these bands I'm like well like what are these bands like you know like they're not like yeah. I don't think Helen is has a single like set yeah, on YouTube yeah, yeah. And, but then like the coolest they maybe put out one they put, uh, yeah one like one EP yeah, yeah. but then like the coolest thing was like when like I would hear stories from people who met him, it's like yo like 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 my homie. This is the coolest thing. He like like no like he just like I know him. Shout out to Joaquin. Like like n- I never told him anything. Like I think he just listened to a podcast. Uh-huh. And one day he's like yo well, like come out like not my birthday anything come outside. And then he gives me this bag with, like a trash talk record the trash talk zine and then the Tim Butcher like Hell in a Cell like like a cassette. And I was like yo like this is crazy. You know what I mean like and he's like yo like, and he's telling me like outside the outside the show like oh like Tim Butcher like. I remember that day, like he, like you know, not a lot of people showed up to this punk gig. They hell in the cell was playing. They were too hardcore for them. Yeah. So he was like, "Yo, thank you for marching." Here's like, here's a cassette, and like him, Tim Butcher's kindness to give him that cassette, and me, like probably at that point, I was like in elementary. You know what I mean? Like not knowing shit about life. You know, led to like Joaquin. He's like, you know what? I got too much. Like I'm moving. I got. I'm gonna have a kid. Here's a cassette. And you probably want you need it. You like want it more than I do. Like that's like nah, that's true. that's yeah, just a, just just all that. And then the fact that you're even here, you know what I mean? It's like that's a 
the the, the momentum that like a, a one single act does yeah. like that shit the momentum is kind of crazy how how far that energy can continue well like and even what you said earlier about Sammy where like how much you participate like I think that I want to say like that's a hardcore thing like I think that's a hardcore ethic 100 1000% and and the thing that like the thing that I've learned is that hardcore it's supposed to be that and to me hardcore is that and I feel like every like it, every, most likely everybody would agree the thing is that a lot of people like photographers no matter how good you are top bottom videographers producers engineers or in bands whatever you do multiple a lot of people deep down don't do it because of that you could be a good person and I'm not gonna name names but I met people it's like you're a good person you're a fucking amazing beautiful person but deep down you're not doing that for contribution you're doing deep down for yourself like worth like oh I took that photo oh I took that or etc etc and there's very few people who actually like in reality, and you could always see through it. A smart person will see well, through it. Of course. One, like you know, like well, I mean, some people you could tell who love the shit and who don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who, who who need it and who don't? You yeah. know. And that's something like it's hard to quantify that into a specific act or trait, but that's as simple as going back to real ones. No, you know. Yeah. Like real recognize real when it comes to that because yeah, like for sure, there's a lot of folks like. Man, that's why, like, sometimes me and the homies be joking around, like, even outside of hardcore, but that's, like, in every subculture, culture at this point, sometimes I'll be feeling like there need to be more, a little bit more gatekeeping with this shit, because folks really be perpetrating with, like, trying to utilize uh, the aesthetic of certain cultures for their own like this is who I am It's yeah, like no you're not exactly, that it's like, Exactly Without un- and, and by understanding it Is Is A lot Is Your way of, is, is one's way of paying respect And by Being ignorant To the whole Like Process Is just like I mean That's never been the way You know what I mean Like and I think a lot of folks Like get away with that You know And no, I don't even know the exact word. It's just not. It's just not cool that that be happening. You know. I hear old stories of like fools with tattoos. Or like, yo, back in my day, like, you know, like, you know, like, you get full sleeves, get a full fucking yeah, yeah, full sleeves before you get your legs. Yeah. You got to get full legs before you get your hands tatted, and you, before you get your hands tatted, you had to have your full fucking chest blown out, and then you could get a neck tat. But folks can get a neck tat, fucking little face tat out the gate. <laughs> Which is funny and crazy now Because I be seeing some Some, some young homies And they be, they be fully tatted And it's all good now You know what I mean yeah. but, but, but still I'm always like Damn who's this fool Cause it's yeah. like y'all Like in my head The initial reaction is like This motherfucker is crazy Yeah 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 it's like, this, like, really? like you're a freak you're, yeah. you're like You're like But I'm, right now it's not like that no more Yeah Which is all good too You know I mean, like, I got a minor version of that, not a tattoo, but like being like, because when I was a kid, like right, like I feel like right before, I, right before I graduated high school. Also, like for context, like I I stopped going to high school junior year because of COVID. Uh-huh. So like I graduated online, and uh, prior to that, I was like I was like uh, like me wearing like I wasn't I wasn't long hair or nothing. I was just I would wear like a deathcore or death metal shirt. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like crazy like, and people would be like. What is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, ugh, like that's ugly. Or like, 
why are you wearing that? Like, you know what I mean? People would like trip, like, yeah. like if it was like, and it wasn't even like it was goofy, you know, it wasn't like punk, it was like metal. Yeah. So it was just like you know, like goofy art, like you know. So people would trip on that, and then it's crazy because a lot of those kids that I still have on social media, uh-huh. once the whole like TikTok emo thing went up, mm-hmm. the same people, same, and I had this specific person in mind. It was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? They were like, now they're like typo negative, lip piercing, yeah. like death tones, like, and I'm just like. I mean, it goes like maybe that's a very minor version of that, not compared to the tattoos thing. But like, it's like that, like before, like being a rocker or being like a metalhead or being like I, like straight up, like it meant something. One thousand percent, and and it's just a different day and age. Like again, I'm thirty five, so like my like youth, like you really couldn't. This is like you couldn't speak on subculture, like. Movements and shit Unless you was Outside <laughs> You know what I mean Like it, you couldn't Like You wasn't oh, like yeah. You couldn't You didn't come across This shit You know what I mean Like you You really Really had to go to shows Where You had to A go to Find the show You know what I mean Going on And then On top of finding the show Like That's where you learn How to like Oh, that's how a fool moves at a show. Mm. Oh, that's how, like now, now folks can go like online and like before they go to a gig or go to some you know, like culture event, like relevant to that shit, they can figure out the whole style. You know what I mean? The whole they can try to listen to a couple songs right quick type shit. But before you wouldn't know the band or rapper or anything you're playing unless you actively had seen them before and physically bought they stuff. And you wouldn't know how folks even got down at the shows unless you regularly went to those shows. You wouldn't even know how to dress at the show unless like you didn't get your style until you saw it in person type yeah. shit. You know, so it's like that's crazy. I, that, that, that's just a different generation, and for me. I just trip on saying that because that don't it, it really it still it still exists like that here and there. Yeah. Um, but like it's just um, it's just very interesting because a lot of people there's still these nuanced aspects that you can only know about like a movement and shit going on unless you if you're really outside like you there's only so much that the phone tiktok and everything because that's why i just go back to just the real ones now you know like it's it's pretty obvious to tell you know I don't, like as much as i hate like like oh man this fucking kid i already know you're gonna you know what I mean? like fuck you you know you don't know yeah. shit like i'm just in my head like you know what i mean kind of like Get the fuck out of here Like I already know Like you know You're just here for the cloud Or whatever You're just here to take your Silly photos And like post them on Instagram You know what I mean And like uh-huh. people tip you Or whatever I'm like alright Like the 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 friendships I've had uh-huh. And like The 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 outlet Like you know Being a kid from South Central Like being like An immigrant You know what I mean Like like work, like I was telling my girlfriend like right now I was like I used to work at a fucking factory uh-huh. like right here you know what I mean like at a, I've worked like at three warehouse factories around here yeah and like yo like knock on wood but like in a, like in two weeks I'm going on tour like for the third time you know what I mean that's like that's a beautiful like you know it's like like as much as like I could get mad and sit down and be like fuck this thing fuck this like you know why are you here like you don't care about it it's like damn the, the things that hardcore has given me yeah like the opportunity the, the opportunities hardcore has given yeah. me like. Like, you can't, like, like I will, like, I don't know, just, like, you can't really, you know, it's, like, it's a beautiful thing. Even, like, 
even if I didn't go on tour, like the amount of friendships I've had, you know what I mean? The amount of like, dude, I feel like I've known you forever type feeling, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like you can't put a price on that, you know what I mean? You can't. Yeah. Like it's, it's. Uh, I mean, not just hardcore, because hardcore is a mentality, you know, like, like, course, like yeah. you know, because like then, like in hip hop, like, you know, like liking hip hop, liking. No, but I, I'd say I, I give a lot of credit and hats off, like, respect to the hardcore for sure as like an epicenter for a lot of these other movements getting the juice from even if they don't know it because a lot of like like even within hip-hop folks aren't really hit to like hardcore unless they are within proximity to it and i'll keep it a buck i wouldn't know what i know unless i just happen to be in proximity to it i happen to be in proximity to it because i lived with butcher sammy and lee and kicked it with trash talk for like the last 15 years you know like i wouldn't have i grew up listening to alternative music here and there but i was always listening to rap you know what i mean and hip-hop at the end of the day but they bridged a lot of gaps for me or hardcore music bridged like it spoke to me to where all the shortcomings that hip hop has, like it kind of like. Mm, what, what are some shortcomings? Like what are? Well, in my opinion, hip hop and punk are they were on the same parallel path, and then as history goes, in just like energy, okay. ethos, like like the tenets of it, just like fuck the man. It was kind of awesome. Like do do uh. Like, do this shit with the least, you know what I mean? Mm, um, okay. Your energy is like... Speaks. Is like disorder, you know okay. what I mean? It's like rooted in disorder. And, you know, obviously the aesthetics here and there were different, but for the most part, there was a lot of the same aesthetics, you know? Um, but then at a certain point, kind of like commercialism took... I mean, both genres, obviously, but hip-hop earlier than, like, mm. punk and hardcore, it kind of took it and went one... Because hip-hop was on, like, you know, it was, like, the the, the heavy hitters in hip-hop was on some conscious, you know what I mean, free thinkers and, like, jazzy type shit. And then, like, somewhere along the lines, the record labels were like, uh, actually, no, we like to portray uh, black people as... Dangerous and gangsters, not as wise, and mm. uh, we don't like we don't like I, we don't think the world wants to see them as wise intellectual people. I think we'd rather the world would rather see uh, black people as this monolithic gangster. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. And then you know what I mean? Like on a wider scale, you know that reflects society and shit. But um, like to me. Going to back to the shortcomings, like hip hop has had, like uh, been in this like I don't want to say identity crisis because it's obviously it's pop at this point. It, it, it exists in pop, but that is it, it has divided and because like just like any genre, like there's so many subgenres within hip hop. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and. What I don't like about where hip hop has gone is that it caters to like how valuable are you to selling a product, you know? So I'm like, I feel like some rap artists and hip hop artists don't even realize it, but they be like, they be getting, they, they, they damn near be their song, like, it's almost like if. 
if we can't put your song in a Sprite ad, it's probably not gonna be like it's not. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not good. It's not, not good. good. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just not good. It's, it's of no value to the bigger picture of the culture. Uh, and I think a lot of hip hop and rap has subscribed to this idea that like, unless you can sell a life or like make like make a soundtrack for a lifestyle that is expensive, then it's like not worth it. You know what I mean? Mm. And obviously, like. The hardcore ethos, I think that uh, bridge that, or not bridge the gap, but like fill in the blanks of those shortcomings in hip hop are more just the aspect that the, the shit that's kind of the best is the shit that's made with the least. The shit that's kind of like the, 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 the realist is the shit where there's the least cameras. The shit that's like, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like it, it's kind of just like all these little opposites. Like there's like rap, it, rap is like seeking, and and all the many artists in rap, they all are kind of like seeking validation from like white America still. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not white America. No, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're and, not, you're not, you're and, not. And I feel like hardcore it, it isn't catering to that. Obviously, there's like, you know, a huge white demographic within hardcore, but they're not catering to like the general like status quo, I think, of white American society terms, you know? Yeah. So. Damn, man. No, you're like, and that's only, like, I mean, like, that's only touching on a little bit of it, but like, and that's just me just trying to think of it off the top of my head, but like, yeah, you know, like there's, uh, for me, I really try to like navigate that space, you know, the, where I say there's shortcomings, I really try to navigate that space and take, not take energy, but like I'm influenced by these very organic, like subculture movements that aren't seeking validation from you know these gatekeepers and the people uh you know like responsible for pushing the pushing the pushing the needle forward and allowing for opportunity to happen like because my whole mindset is always just like how can i what's the least amount of people i could have paying attention to me supporting me that will allow me to live the way i want to live mm. i'm not looking for huge numbers i'm looking for like can i get a hunt like can i if i had a hundred fans what could i do to have them support that would like take care of me financially living and like that's the type of mindset i'd be having and i feel like that's like akin to a hardcore following you know what i mean where it's like exactly it, not because I, I, I don't even think it's as simple as less is more, but kind of you know, and for lack for uh, for lack of better words, sometimes you know, like, and that's that's the mentality I be having is like I I, I keep saying the word validation, and I think that just lately has been coming up in my life, but it's more, what can I do? I've always taken pride on like, like. I've always I've like tweeted this a bunch of times and shit, but it's like, what does your shit look like without the big budget? You know what I mean? Because like when you have big budgets and shit, it's easy to look 
it's not I'm not gonna say easy and discredit people's work, but it's a lot easier to make your shit look right. You can't buy style at the end of the day. But exactly. You can't you, buy. But but when there's no budget, it's all dependent on style, energy, and like, you know, actual You're not hiding behind anything. Exactly. There's no there's no costume to it. So it's like what are you doing at that point? Like what? And that's where creativity really exists, you know, in that space, you know, where it's not energized by like a costume and it's not energized by like high powered marketing teams and all that, you know, so. And I mean, but that's obvious, you know, no, yeah. like I'm speaking, I'm preaching to the choir with that, but I think folks just need to be constantly reminded of that because even within art, I think artists forget that too, you know, so you got to remind yourself of the big, obvious, fuck the man, you know, reminders here and there. And like going based off what you said, like, I mean, it's like kind of like a byproduct, like the one thing I love about like, like just art, yeah. just put it bluntly, like music, everything. Is like I get to like see who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean, like it's like that's why like sometimes a lot of people get like weirded out when I ask personal questions on this podcast. But I'm like in reality, I'm just trying to like I'm going based off your art. You know what I mean? It's like it's not like I'm just like poking you just because like just because I'm you know what I mean? Because people are like, oh, what the fuck you asked that? And I'm like, yeah, like I want to know who the person that I love this art so much or that I respect or admire. Yeah. Is but that being said, I think a lot of artists. Or a lot of people Like the internet Like It's like you can know everything You can have the biggest passion But you don't even know Who you are You know what I mean Or like you don't even Pay attention Like 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 who What your life Or like You know like It's like you You can't just make You like There has to be some sort of like Maybe It's not always gonna be conscious And maybe Maybe subconscious at times But you gotta have Some sort of like Like Know your personality You know what I mean You can't just be some guy Some kid or like Well I want to be this And like I'm going to start rapping I'm going to start playing punk music And I can write the hardest riff Because the aesthetic is In itself just the costume You know what I mean Yeah yeah exactly It's like It really is just like And at this point You know what I mean If if, if you see me on the street Or if I see you You could be a fucking you might just be a pop producer for all I know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at this point, the aesthetic is so blurred at this point, you know what I mean? That you have to do more than look the part, you know what I mean? If you want to like be a part of a scene or like contribute to a scene, like just at this point, everyone kind of dresses, it's kind of like genreless the way people dress at this point, you know what I mean? So it's like, when it comes to like contributing to a community or a culture, like, yeah, I mean that was ne- that was always just some poser shit to just look the part, you know what I mean? But now I think more so than ever because you gotta like the, the fool that raps the hardest in a in a room might look like a fucking you know just like a little scrawny little kid wearing skinny ass clothes and like you know dressing homeless dressing like a chick or some shit, you know what I mean? Like, and that might be the best rapper in the room, and it's like. I, I like that aspect of where culture is at right now. You know what I mean? Because it's like, uh, it do put emphasis on your personality and your character. And um, I think it like, because there's more emphasis on that, we're just seeing, I don't wanna call it like new characters, but yeah, kinda. Like I feel like all across the board, there's new 
type of characters all across the board, you know what I mean? Even whether it be Asian, like more Asian hardcore kids, you know what I mean? Like looking buffed like speed looks crazy you yeah. know what i mean like that's a, like that that i only seen like east coast hardcore dudes looking like you know what i mean all fucking buff and fucking ripped and shit looking like hard body and like now that's just in australia fucking asians in australia yeah, you know what i'm saying like that's it's trippy like well the thing also that's sick with the internet is that like now, you're, the the people really decide what's popular. Because before, it's like the industry will only push this on. This is all you will see, and not just like in major labels, but like like even hardcore. Like it's like oh, the people who like you know move everything. The puppets. Well, we say what band gets put on. They choose like we're gonna put this band on this lineup. Yep. Now it's like. Like Sonic Fury, you know, it's like, yo, we fuck with speed. It's like, well, but they're on the way in Australia. Yeah. But they're like, you know, that's like over there. Like, what about here? No, no, no. We want speed. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, or like even Big Boy. Uh-huh. Like, it's like Big Boy, I don't know, to me was like, I remember like a couple months ago, I saw them like, whatever. I saw them like with very little people and people kept showing up and the shows got bigger and the shows got crazier. Uh-huh. And it's like, and Brandon wasn't out there like, you know, like shaking hands or anything, or at least what I'm seeing. He's not a, he's a very polite person and will talk to anybody. Yeah. And then it's like, yo, people want big boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, there is no like, you know what I mean? It's like, you, like, it's like, there is no more hiding, like, oh, this is the artist that we're going to push. And there is, you know what I mean? It's like, people fuck with you, people fuck with you. Yeah. And people are going to repost your shit. People are going to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that's like, that's what I like about this. Nah, that's cool. Straight yeah. Up, straight up. Like, the, the playing field is even. That's why I'm like, that's why, I, like, going again just to that, what I was talking about with the shortcomings of hip-hop, to a lot of people in hip-hop, success is still, like, MTV success. Mm. Or, like, you know, top five all time. Of course you won't be the greatest of all time. Like, that's kind of a cool aspect of rap is that it's very like sport orientated and like trying to be the goat yeah. you know what I mean but also I also consider that a shortcoming for a lot of people because because they rip the goal is to only be in this like upper echelon conversation about who's important or who's successful or good people look at like okay how do they get up there oh they get up there by doing these things and then so instead of finding their own voice or finding their own character or finding their own actual personality they just use the blueprint of like what already exists which obviously is always going to be the case but too many people strict don't go outside the lines of that blueprint so then they it doesn't allow for new uh variations and like just exciting new like characters in the in the hip-hop scene so because it's like it's so based off of like following blueprints rather than like breaking outside the lines and um and then that goes into like the just the aspect of in hip-hop it's either like there's very underground scenes and then there's like 
upper shit, but there's not a lot of gray area. And I think that's where hardcore is cool is that it embraces that gray area in between. You know what I mean? More so than just because there is top dogs. You know what I mean? Like folk turnstile still gets love from folks. You know what I mean? Like even if you only are paying attention to like the newest, hardest like shit that nobody knows. You know what I mean? Like you still could have there. So it's like I think that's where hardcore is in a cool place because forever is because it do. It look at the whole spectrum rather than just like top top dog shit. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Well, I mean, unlike rap, I feel like well, rap is obviously bigger in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like everybody follows, you said follows that blueprint, and it gets messy. You know, that's kind of like a tunnel. If you push up too much people through one tunnel trying to get that, uh-huh. it's like you're just gonna get too packed. Hardcore, same thing. Except the hardcore, you know, as you may know, it's like goes faster. You know what I mean? Like everything, like like every like right now, everybody's doing the dun dun. You know, like the chugga chugga. And I'm pretty sure that's happened like five other times. You know, like in the last like ten years, where like you know, then probably who knows? And the next year, youth crew is gonna be big again. Yeah, yeah. And then like hardcore punk, like fast mm-hmm. trash talk ceremony, is gonna be popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the way I see it is like. Just how everybody can follow the blueprint to rap. People are like, "Oh, speed and cycles." So, yeah, like speed is popular. Okay, we're gonna start a, we're gonna start playing like heavy shit. Yeah. And then everybody starts playing heavy shit, which is what I'm seeing. And then guess what? There's gonna be that band that does it. That is like, "Yo, fuck this. We're gonna play really fucking fast." Yeah, that you're gonna yeah. be like, "You don't know what to do." Yeah, yeah. And then everybody's like, "Oh shit, this band is the new big thing." Yeah. And then everybody starts playing fast. And mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's just. That's I mean, but that's a beauty. That's a beauty thing. It could be a. A bad thing, but it's also a beautiful thing. It's just like, just try, like, like maybe in the moment you're like, fuck, like, because sometimes I'm like that. Where I'm like, fuck, I want to hear some fast shit. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm tired of hearing like spin kick shit, which is cool. Yeah. At the beginning, I was like, fuck yeah, but then I'm like, okay, I don't want to hear this anymore. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm tired of like everybody crowd killing. Yeah, shit, shit, I want to hear fast yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And then, but I'm like, okay, like in in the long run, I'm gonna remember and be like, damn, remember when everybody was like doing the uh-huh. the chugga chugga shit, and yeah. it's like, and then it goes on and on. You know what I mean? And cool. that's just. And then, and then, yeah, like every hardcore, every big hardcore band, like outshines and you know, you know, like a big crazy diamond, like the song. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about your childhood. Yeah. You're a, you're a first generation Filipino. Filipino. Yeah. First generation. So my parent, my mom, my dad's born and raised in San Francisco. Oh, okay. But my mom was born in the Philippines, and when she moved to America, is when she met my pops, and my pops. Yeah, that's when they had me. So that's first or second generation? That's second generation, then, yeah? No, you're first generation. The It's always like the, uh, like for example, me, I'm an immigrant, so I'm not first generation because I'm, I'm immigrant. So when you have a first kid, it's first generation. I see, I see. Yeah, so then, yeah. So, yeah, you're pretty, well, your mom, you, you know, your mom's Filipino. Yeah. So explain, explain to me, because I don't know, like, like I know the whole reason why a Mexican would cross the border, but why would a Filipino woman come to America? Was it like hard over there? Or I like- mean, it's taken me a little bit to understand even Filipino culture. To be honest, that's kind of been something I, I I paid attention to more in the last ten years of my life. Um, to be honest, not all Filipinos, but a good majority of Filipinos lack Filipino, like a quote unquote Filipino identity because a big part of life in the Philippines, um, there's a huge financial disparity and my, my mom and parents, they grew up like, not in the middle, but like more well off than the deep poor because it's like folks could be really poor out there, you know? And 
within that class, especially from... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Like the, the 40s until maybe till modern day Philippines where it's just starting to change up now. The goal was to be white. And a lot of people, so for that, the you know in the philippines like the goal was to get to america you know because it's like it, it just it was there was a promise to it and that's how my parents ended up or my mom and her family ended up in america was you know whether they'll say it or not was a part of that like following that promise of you know that I think most Filipinos over the last few generations have subscribed to for in a sad way, basically. You know, like in my opinion, just in my life, like I'm saying just in the last 10 years have I seen people actually been like, nah, fuck that. (laughs) Cause up until then, everyone was kind of just like, uh, yeah, like Filipinos, like let's, like we don't have, because without getting too into it, the Philippines was extremely colonized over the last hundred years to where, like, you know, folks were getting punished for representing certain religions, tribes, uh, like, to the point where Filipinos were buying, like, bleach soap to make their skin less dark. And so there's a lot of, like, fair-skinned Filipinos at this point, or over the years there have been, uh, even though they're naturally dark people because of, you know, they, it's such a tropic area and they get so much sun. But um, just a big part of Filipino identity has been stripped through the process of colonization. Um, and I think I'm a direct lineage of that because basically my parents came to America and you know they met they met in Los Angeles and we grew up I was born out here and I lived out here until I was the age of 10 and then I moved to the Bay uh, for a good chunk of time that's where I spent a lot of my formative years was up in the Bay but basically I had to I was lucky to find like basically I want to say hip hop and just like going to like local punk shows and shit because that is where I just realized um cause at that point my parents had moved us to Marin County which is like uh, a suburb essentially of the Bay Area and it's a lot of white folks but my dad we moved there cause my dad got a job up there at some golf course because he he works in the food industry Mm. and it was the first it was like i was surrounded by white kids and i knew shit was different you know what i mean like i knew i felt 
completely I didn't identify with what was going around with me and I didn't uh, I look different you know folks would come to the crib and say the shit the crib smells weird because my mom would be cooking dishes that smell good but yeah. <laughs> they'd be saying shit smell weird and so a big part of again tying it back to this my identity and like where I am now was like this realization really early on that uh, my being Filipino was this like was this battle with what you actually are to like be comfortable around the people your environment kind of you know whatever it may be because like on the flip side of that too I only resonated kicking it with the black kids and people of color and then for the longest time as a kid I, I wanted to be black <laughs> you know what I mean like I, like, and that's kind of like how I started getting into rap as a kid was because I just didn't want to be Filipino because Filipino just felt never felt like uh, what is like you didn't even know really what being Filipino is exactly so you knew, you clearly knew what a white kid is what a black kid is exactly but all these things that are very bold but feeling Filipino is exactly. not a bold thing and, and all I knew about being Filipino was that it, it smelled weird you know mm -hmm. it, like when folks came over it smelled weird or when like different aspects of the like when uh, my friends met like an auntie or some shit like they'd be like why does she talk weird you know so I was just, yeah. like, any aspect of it I was like it just became almost this stig involuntary stigma of mine so that's where I I try to seek identity and other things and oddly enough like luckily I got into rap and it's just like and hip hop because a big part of the ethos that I subscribed to was this concept of like knowledge of self and like really knowing oneself to like know one's worth in the world and that's kind of where my journey began of being like Oh shit! Like you can't fake the, f you can't like, can't fake the you can't fake the fun. You can't front with this shit. Like you gotta actually be what you are, and take like your story and circumstances, and that actually be your, uh, your like like if you're playing Street Fighter and you got like a special move and shit like that, you can't choose the special move of like other co of other players. You gotta use. Yo special move You know what I mean Like And that is like like I, That's a weird tangent But lately I've been looking at everything Through like Street Fighter shit For some reason <laughs> Like what's your character On Street Fighter shit But like Lately I've been seeing like Oh like Your strongest asset Is really Like That Those aspects of your identity That like You Are just Undeniably you You know yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't get to change it yeah. So I don't know if that covers no, 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 childhood. Yeah. I did, it's such I, like a broad topic, but that's kind of like a contour outline of the general aspects of my upbringing. You know, it was like it, it, it was being like you know a pretty well-off, decently like you know middle-class Filipino kid, but 
lacking identity and finding it on these fringe movements, you know, um, outside of like what was normal. Because the kids that like in the community that I was like going to high school in, the type of kids they were like it was like lacrosse kids that loved, you know, was listening. They're like white white kids. White no kids. offense, like no, all the white people out there, but yeah, they're like it was like white white kids that was doing playing like lacrosse and shit, and I was just like, what the fuck is this shit? And it was kids that like. I'll keep it a buck. I can't even tell you what they were listening to. They were, I feel like they weren't even listening to music. They was yeah. like that white to where they didn't even like listen to music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, this, I mess with people. Just like they're too white. I'm like, you're soft. Like, yeah. like there's no scars in your body. Like, exactly. like, like even when like you, you know like when you listen to like heavy music, you're just like or like when something's hard. I feel like you didn't, you can't even do that because you're just mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. like hello. Like you know what I mean? Like it's like you have nothing to fight against. There's yeah, no, yeah. There's no there's no dog. There's nothing for you to like. You've already like accomplished everything without even accomplishing anything. You know? I used to be so pissed at that. Like I, I still am. Like since I'm like, like there's some of those of those kids that come into hardcore. Of course. And I'm like, like fuck. Like I'm so like it's like we're not the fucking same. You know what I mean? Like I'm out here like, like usually like hardcore is like you know I like I'm like me and my girlfriend like you know she comes from the same neighborhood and everything. Like it's like we're you know these Mexican kids are like like never fucking had ramen until like this is your fucking escape. This yeah. Is- and then you have your like, like you just, like you don't need just like I don't know like you got it like that you know what I mean it's like you like oh FYA is announcing a show or like I'm gonna fly over there yeah. and it's like bro like I'm out here like like trying to get the people to get us going a van let's go yeah. and I'm like but I'm like I realize it's like like I'm lucky yeah. like I'm hella lucky like I'm hella lucky and it's come a lot like and I'm glad I'm realizing this now that I'm still young and I'm not doing a bunch of dumb shit like pretending to be like or to like escape that but I'm like yeah I'm lucky like like a lot like and it goes with what you're saying like being Mexican is hella bold it's a bolder like you know what I mean people like want to be like like brown pride like Chicano like people like also being in America the line's so blurred with like people's like see Mr. Cartoon and like Esteban Oreo and like that like Chicano like you know like graffiti like like, you know like like they see the Chaka video and then they're like oh my god this is what a Mexican is in America but then they also think like Chalino and I'm like that's two different worlds that's two different things like that's like for those who know like and like and even then it's like fools in Mexico like it's the same thing they want to be white you go to Mexico like and I've I've gone to school there so I don't give a fuck what anybody says like I hate that like I go to Mexico and kids are like listen to Taylor Swift yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like reality kids are listening to hip hop here the weekend yeah, exactly. but I'm like that's what they think white kids are listening to here yeah. but then you go to here and kids are like I'm Mexican I'm like no you're not like, you know what I mean it's like anyways I was like, I'm lucky enough that I'm like, yo, I'm born in Mexico. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, I still got a lot. I have to fight every day. Yeah. Just not, you know, being illegal, essentially. Yeah. But I'm also like, but I'm also like, I've lived there, but I'm also well-educated in English. Like, I still work with like, I still work with like paisa ladies, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it's like, like, it's like, you guys, like a lot of wish you guys could be me. Yeah, yeah. And that sounds crazy to say, but I'm like, a lot of people you wish, like you guys were like, yeah, you have the, the shade of brown. And it's like, sure, that's one thing. You're yeah. brown, but I'm like, you're not Mexican. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know how to speak Spanish well. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't know all this, like, like actual, like, you know, like, fools be like, serio, or like, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, you go to Mexico, people don't talk like that. You yeah, know what I mean? It's like, yeah. or fools wearing like, like, the hair in it. I'm like, yeah. to me, that's like, I feel like that's embarrassing because like, I feel like they came from working at a kitchen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I wear, I wear a hair in it to this day and people will probably think that's cool, but I'm like, no, I wear a hair in it because I work at a fucking like kitchen. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, 
but you wear a hairnet for his style, like brown. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like we're not like it's like shot Spencer from Trash Life. He always he'll he sell that to my head. He's like we're not the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that's a very uh, that's a term that uh, sometimes I think I get mad at seeing other people. I'm like we're not the same. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, and uh, so how does a kid? Well off, mm-hmm. and the and the white, and the white sea. Yeah, goes to live this crazy life and live with Tim Butcher, Sammy Winston, Lee Spillman at a warehouse. Well, luckily at that time, I mean, have you spent any time in the Bay Area? I've been there like a couple times. Not that much. I'm really fortunate to like the Bay Area is like an amazing place. Like I, w- I want to live there. That's that's a goal of mine. I want to like move over there yeah. for a year or something. I, I, I'm with, and I'll say it with no hesitation. Like I am from the Bay and LA, and I'm very very yeah, that's, proud yeah. to have that Bay aspect yeah, yeah. in the equation. Just as proud as I am is having the LA aspect, and I've genuinely have my life in 50% both places and I go back and forth regularly because it's like a part of who I am but I think a huge part of you know like that transition of being in this weird suburb of the Bay to like where I am you know in the last like 10 years has been luckily because in Cali you know what I mean? Just in the Bay and LA, like the two greatest parts of California, of the greatest so state of the, many, of the U.S. They're, they're, you are you are in the closest proximity to these, like so. If you don't fuck with like your immediate environment, you don't need to go very far. You know, like imagine if you was like a kid like us that lived in like Wyoming, like to get to like find your shit, like you know, there's gonna be some local shit maybe here and there, but maybe once some every three months or otherwise you gotta you and the homies gotta get in a van and drive to Chicago or some shit which is like 15, 16 hours away but for me all you had to do was sneak out at night and fucking go to a show like in San Francisco which was like a 10 minute bus ride or you know in LA like the same type of situation like you can find your shit and for me like that was in San Francisco and Oakland when I was growing up, like, because I, like, I got really passionate about, like, participating in the hip-hop scene, you know? Like, I, I really, like, on some shit going back to what we were saying with Sammy, where it's like, you got a uh, hardcore gives a lot of people self-worth and shit where they don't feel self-worth from the world because it gives them a place to where they can contribute and be of service and get their worth from that. I got my worth from that. Like, I would go to local events and, like, you know, not only would I participate as somebody that would, like, battle rap and do, like, spoken word poetry at it and shit, but I was also, like, helping folks set up events. You know what I mean? Like, I was going to I was going to the Gilman to, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, wow, help out and shit like that. So it's like, there's... These little fringe, these little scenes on the fringe that I got to participate in and where I just learned most of the ethos that like exist to this day. So like that was a good chunk of my formative years, which led to me ultimately, you know, doing my own music and doing my own show, setting up shit in the Bay Area for a good duration of time. And, you know, 
the one sad part and downside to the Bay Area music and culture scene is that it, it very much so has its ceiling and Bay Area people are so prideful that they can't really see the, the bigger picture outside of the Bay. A lot of kids from the Bay will be like, fuck L.A. Or like, whereas like, I don't, I don't know a lot of people in L.A. that say, fuck the Bay. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people from the Bay is on some like, fuck L.A. type shit. And that again comes from this like, lack of open-mindedness to believe that you can get some sauce from other parts other than just your immediate environment. So... After being a part of the Bay Area music scene for a good duration of time, from like high school to like when I was like 21, 22, I just felt like there was a ceiling, you know? I was like playing the same spots, the same amount of people were coming, and all of it was cool, but like there wasn't like a lot of like enthusiasm for between even myself and the people that were participating. I was like, I need to go like, just make my world a little bit bigger in regards to this music shit. And, you know, obviously everyone knows that uh, there is opportunity in Los Angeles when it comes to, like, participating in art, music, or culture yeah. in general. Like, that's like a fact. Just people in China know that. You know what I mean? You want to you wanna swim, you kind of swim in L.A. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's what brought me back down here in 2010. And... You know, I was just like, I'll keep it a buck. That's when I was working with the hundreds and working with streetwear brands. And outside of music, like streetwear was kind of like the punks of the fashion industry. You know what I mean? And like clothing and shit. So it's like my come up came from my associations with like streetwear and shit like a lot of it you know what I mean because I put out music and then Bobby would post my shit yeah no, that makes sense I saw the videos yeah. yeah so like I would I would have a release of some sort and these uh the top dogs within streetwear would support and so a lot of my um early fan base came from people that paid attention to streetwear and shit which isn't far off from like a hip hop no. fan base yeah. you know what I mean but it was like specifically like a lot of it was more from that than it was from like participant like from a hip hop stand base and shit and that that's what's cool because that allowed me to like become a factor because otherwise I don't think as a Filipino I don't think uh it's, it's hard to take I think I don't think people are accustomed to taking a Filipino seriously within hip hop you know what I mean like they obviously have a place and they participate and they consume it but as an alpha figure within hip hop um, it allowed me to like get that be empowered were, were you purposely like I'm like I'm gonna play the alpha role or or would you say like people gave you that and be like oh that dude's trying to be alpha and I like, kind of go in and out you know because I feel like everybody need to be a tap into that alpha energy to get out of their own head you know because at, by, okay, na yeah, by nature I'm a timid person like by nature like I'm like no you go first uh, oh. like 
Um, no, no, no. You gotta have that stop being a bitch mindset. Exactly. Like you gotta tell yourself that. One hundred percent. And if you're just like, hey. oh no, it's okay. Like you gotta, it's like no, it's not okay. Go do that. Actual, factual, and I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll attest to that all day because, again, like by nature, and this goes back to being Filipino. You know what I mean? For me, and just being Asians, it's kind of like. Uh, you kind of like as an Asian mo- the, your role is almost in service to other people's greatness you know what I mean so I think there's some deep rooted shit in that I mean not uh, like um, not to even not to be like stereotype but like I feel like a, like a big Asian thing is like respect of course so you can't be like you have to subdue your actual yeah nature. yeah it's like calm you know what I mean like Dimi- diminish your nature for the sake of somebody else's yeah Brilliance to shine So whatever For me I was very empowered by like Oh shit Like when I am Like tapped into I, I, I'll I even call it the fucking Like avatar When I'm tapped into like myself as spit You know what I mean And finding pride And being like that name Just spit Like is it shit is hard you know what i mean that's that's like i i, I got that name spit basically because i had a bar like in high school where i said some some shit like super califragilistic xp alexander spit like some weird goofy ass bar but everyone started calling me spit after that yeah. i just took like to me but the, people saw you you wanted to be that yeah exactly so i'm just like i'm a like I'm a ener- I'm a put energy and fuel that uh, not even persona, but just that that aspect of me that is like maybe my realest self. You know what I mean? The one that like I don't get to show because it's subdued by society terms and shit like that. So um, I had the blessing of being kind of right place at the right time, which empowered me to continue down that path of like, what's the path I'm trying to say? That, uh, just believing in myself, really, you know what I mean? I probably wouldn't, if, if it wasn't for music and shit, I probably wouldn't have found belief in myself, to be yeah. honest. I probably would have like, been like, you know, Lost soul. Like actual factual. I would have been a lost soul. I I wouldn't have found pride in anything I do, to be honest. Like, I'm sure there's there's somewhere along the way I would find, you know, something to get by in life, you know. But I'll keep it a bug. I probably would off myself, you know what I mean, if I didn't have a means of, like, feeling self-worth. And I found self-worth through my contributions to, like, music. So that, and... Getting back to how that led me to shit. Yeah. I just happened to be, uh, through all of that, you know, even through streetwear and being empowered by folks and shit, all my worth only came from these fringe movements. It didn't come from, like, label, like, big industry heads. It didn't come from, like, you know... Like the coolest kids in the scene It came from these people that knew What was up Cause they knew That Even if I didn't have These opportunities I'd still be doing it You know what I mean Like folks I think Just over the years have recognized that I do this shit 
Birds of a feather flock well together. Exactly, you know? So it's like I attracted the people that can see the real, you know? It's the way I like to see it. And that's why I myself gravitated when I was introduced to like trash talk and shit, why I gravitated to their energy and you know I like think it was vice versa you know what I mean because even though I was like on some rap shit they knew I was like on some like same punk shit same, like, same, on the same, yeah, on the yeah, same, same, same wavelength you know what I mean because yeah. like they saw me like when I when I was like and I didn't even know I was doing this on some punk shit while I was doing this but I was you know I'd play, make an album and then I'd make a zine you know what I mean just because you have zines uh I might have some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's cr- see, that's cr- I didn't. I thought zines were like a punk thing. No, for sure, for sure. I thought no, but it's not. It's, well, it is, but like one hundred percent is. But I, I was just. I think I just got to it because I, a lot of the people that I was gravitated to and kicking around were like genreless people. That kind of like you know what I mean. Like weren't strictly like punk kids. Even they just like. They listen to punk, but they also listen to fucking rap, and they also listen to fucking R and B. You know what yeah. I mean? Just like all across the board. And so when I kind of linked with my crew, kind of linked with like Trash Talk's crew, like I felt like a lot of the walls that separate, like, uh, like myself from other people like a lot of those walls we can't kind of see through you know so that's kind of like where like i found like myself just kicking it with folks outside of just like rap rap cats you know what i mean like and i was always like at first i used to think it was on some chameleon shit but really it was just like i was always like I liked going to I liked kicking it with shorties that like like top 40 here and there because I thought they was kind of fine here and there and then I go kick it with some punk kids and then I go kick it with some fucking emo kids and then I go kick it with some fucking hippies because in the bay I grew up around a bunch of hippies and I like understand them here and there type shit and then you know I kick it with some granola white chick or some shit you know and then I go back on some like hood shit because they be tapped in listening to the same music I listen to and we're down to ride for each other the way I like to ride for folks and it's like uh that is kind of how I got randomly linked up with a bunch of artists you know what I mean because I think it's really just the same energy and folks gravitated towards each other and I just continued to learn and get inspired by that it was like it came during a time when just paying attention to like hip-hop and rap culture wasn't energizing me so it came like at kind of like at a perfect time you know Mm. like i was losing because the commercialization of hip-hop and rap music like it just bummed me out you know because the same way like now we can speak about rap and hip-hop as a pop genre thing now at this point but it wasn't always like that you know what i mean like folks weren't listening to like rap like that you know what i mean like it was really like you know and then as it started to get commercialized i just seen it get all the versions and renditions that were getting known in love like weren't the ones that like i actually like 
related to you know what I mean it was like it was all like the aspects that was kind of like oh like that's that's the jiggy shit you know like that's like not like for the people shit you know or even like that bunny now like that music used to be for like the for a survey, like even when I was like for a very certain type of person. Of course. Now it's like I like hearing white people listen to Bad Bunny. I'm like, it's crazy. Like you're like listening to Spanish music, like yeah, yeah. very like. So that's crazy. And it's like it's it's all we can say is it's interesting, right? And it's crazy. It's interesting because you can't dog the trajectory of it. Like you always want things. Everything's supposed to like get bigger and better, and you want as many people to have access. Um, but. I think this is a whole other topic and I'm sure there's better words and a better analogy for it, but I think culture, a big part of various cultures that needs to be preserved is the sacred aspect of them. And people don't like handle their participation within the culture as like a, like with any sacredness to it, you know? So like when it comes to like there's white people listening to Bad Bunny and shit like this is music that like is really like emotional music for a particular like subgroup of people but they kind of are just like consuming it as if it's not that I guess yeah if it's like it's like water Exactly. Yeah, like it's just drinking water. It's like, oh yeah, put Bad Bunny in the background. It's like, when this music at a certain time was like, like that type of reggaeton, or like it was like, like Mexican or like you know Salvadoran, Central Americans, like Latinos, Latinos in general were like, like we fuck with like this, like we fuck with like. Like what black people do to hip hop, you know, with like you know, like this bomb, like it's what brought the people out. Yeah, yeah, but we want to do this in Spanish. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like we want to get lit with like some like modernization, yeah. like where like the kids can like move their ass. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you know, but yeah, like and folks can talk they shit. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like over, be cocky. It's in the language that uh, it's our language, yeah, and now it's exactly. like, and don't get me wrong, it's like, does Bad Bunny enjoy the fame? Does he want that? Yes. You know what I mean? Like we're not like as a fan, you could only, you you know what I mean? You feel like this is yours, but it's the artist. But I'm like, but I mean, in the long run, like, for example, I don't know if you heard that artist, Peso Pluma. Uh, he's like, he's listening to sounds like normal Mexican music, probably to the average consumer. But like, he like was the first dude to like perform Mexican music in, in the Jimmy Kimmel show oh, last crazy. week. You know what I mean? Like, this guy's like number 84 artist. And it's like Mad Bunny. Is it like traditional Mexican music? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, in reality, it, like, they're like turnstile of like Mexican music where it's like, in reality, it's really accessible. Yes. But. But it's it's like it's like it, it like like I still can listen to the like like narc corridos. You know what I mean? Like in it, which is not that far from it. Yeah. Like Turnstile is not so far from like Leeway. Of course. And and with, with that being said, it's like for him to like I'm like okay, this needs to be like big. Mm-hmm. Like Mexicans cannot just be big in their own world. Mm-hmm. Like Mexican movies, like Mexican movies, Mexican music. Like it's like yes, like. The, the the fifth generation Mexican kid could find like something that's going to be like yo brown pride yeah. but it's like real Mexican shit from Mexico yeah. I'm like that need, like that's not up there yeah. like you know what I mean Mexican movies yeah. like everybody knows like Danny Trejo and fucking yeah. like the guy who plays the cello like all the time but it's like nobody knows like real Mexican artists you know what I mean like yeah. not a lot, like the same people listen to Fuerza Regida Banda MS and like mm-hmm. and fools want to be like Charlino like and the only thing they know about and like La Chona from Los Tucanes that's the only shit they know but it's like 
real Mexican shit that's popular amongst Mexicans mm-hmm. has never popped off outside. Yeah. And now it's cool that I'm like, yo, like, sure, like, there's, it's, it's probably gonna happen to the same thing as Bad Bunny where white people are gonna be listening to, like, but it's like, it has to happen. Right. The Mexicans gotta be up, you know what I mean? Like, like, all, all, all I ask of the world is that there's just the slightest tick of consciousness of a pause before consuming it, yeah. being like, what is this? Because that's like me buying, that's like. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. You bought, like, your girl buying a, a kimono, you know what I mean? Because it's cute, you know what yeah. I mean? And she sees some Japanese geisha or something in a kimono, and then you would, like, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like us getting braids, or, you know what I mean? Because the shit look cool on a basketball player. Yeah. And... It's not far from that, basically. Yeah. I mean, like, like obviously those are extreme examples, but that's why I just ask for the world to do that slightest brief pause before consuming it so, like, aimlessly, kind of, you know? Um, and I think that pause, like, it's not even a duration of time as much as, like, like you said, subconscious, like, consciously, like, understanding what shit is, you know? And, but that's the sad part. I don't think people, I don't think education, <laughs> this is I don't think educating yourself is uh, a part of people's, doesn't want to, people don't want that to be a part of their day because they everything's supposed to be convenient. So if you can't be educated within a brief TikTok video or like a 30 second blip or a 140 character tweet, like if your education requires you doing a deep dive of who's this, what's gloom is, like what is this, like oh shit, I gotta ask, I gotta ask someone. They don't even this information ain't even online. I gotta go ask this person. People don't want to do that research anymore, so it goes to the very basic human thing, which is humans love pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and if, you know what I mean. Like they just want pleasure. They don't give it like pleasure, like all the that. Yeah, it's like I mean, I mean, deep down, humans. The average human, their goal is to like just sit down, not work, and have money and enjoy life. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, but not, you know, it's like, it's like nah, you gotta enjoy like working hard for some shit. Yeah. To some extent, you know, I'm not saying work. There's a balance. Don't work your ass off like like a machine, but you know, like working for stuff you love and it's a beautiful thing. All right, but close into wrapping this up. Yeah. You're 35. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what you want. You know exactly what your fame is, which is not literal fame. Mm-hmm. Or it is. Well, whatever. You know what I mean? B- bias. But what's next? Do you think you ever, like, live the, the, the typical suburban life your parents did? What, like... But like, what, like, are you gonna subscribe? Like, cause you're so deep in this like art world, mm-hmm. and that's cool. Yeah. But do you think you could ever like have a balance and like, like tomorrow gonna have a kid and like get think, wifed up? You know what I mean? Like, I, I think absolutely all of that shit is it's it's available. But I am like, I mean, I I have a chick. You know oh. what I mean? I have a girl, and we've been together for a few years, 
and um, luckily I support myself off my music you know what I mean like I, I I don't receive handouts from nothing you know what I mean given the opportunities have allowed me to create the life I have you know and those opportunities came from various circumstances that some were well off and some were you know right place at the right I attribute a lot of my life to right place at the right time to be honest um, but with all of that said like I am strictly like committed to I just call it the artist life you know what I mean like I am energized by the purpose of trying to unearth what regular life can't unearth out of me you know what I mean just me just like waking up and going to the market and like these so brief like trivial social interactions those don't unearth things out of me participating in music and art and culture that's where things are unearthed out of me like i'm actually able to excavate the things that i won't regular society won't even let me think about because it won't let me think about it because they'll have me paying attention distracted by celebrity shit consumer shit the news the news cycle fear panic that's what I'm society has me distracted by but when I am disciplined with music culture and shit I am tapped into this shit that you know again excavates what's actually going on in my my body and soul so that's what I'm indebted to so like what the future looks like for me is further sharpening the sword of like staying like in the gravitational pull of my craft you know like not letting not taking it for granted and so for me what that looks like i show up to my studio every day and i make as many beats as i can and i make as much music as i can and because that's what I do. Like, it's literally a city. That's what you want to do. That's what I want to do. And for, you know, I, I do it. What, what, what's been a, a cool aspect of that that we haven't really touched on is, like, a lot of that has been as a music producer, and that off allows me to, like, allow other artists to get they unearth their visions and they they you know pain and you know suffering out uh because i create opportunity by creating a sound like you know a sound which is basically just you know giving some color you know for some artists to like tap into what they need to tap into so you know for me my life at this point moving forward is literally just staying and staying committed to the craft of music and the artist because it allows me to tap into myself and it allows me to be of service to the world and community around me, you know? Mm. So it's really just like a full circle thing. And in the process of that, folks is gonna continue to make moves to make it bigger and better because it's by making it bigger and better, I can provide, you know, opportunity for Success to me is like how many people can I bless, you know? Like whether that be financially, just off some energy shit. Like I just want and 
if it isn't financially, it's because I'm in a good headspace, and this puts me in a good headspace to potentially bless people. So I just stay stay doing this music shit. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still in the like. Like, I'm still in this part where I'm like, am I ready to, like, leave the normal world? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm already kind of deep into this, like, you know, like, where, like, you know shit that other people don't. You know what I mean? Like, you, like, know. You know what I mean? You start seeing the world different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, like, it's all in the mental. You know what I mean? Like, there's, like, art, like, punk, hardcore rap, like, art, like, just art world. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, like, and I'm, I'm like, like, I'm like, almost all the way into this art world. I'm like, and right now, I mean, it's not good or bad. It's just, like, how I feel. Like, I'm like, damn. Like, I'm leaving this world behind. Like, this, like, normal world. It's like, um, like, I'm more, like, it's like, I'm, I'm more confident. I'm more smarter. I know, and like, I know who I am. It's like, it's like, just continue living my life through this other world. And it's like, oh, shit, here it goes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm leaving this normal world. Because don't get me wrong, like, I'm blessed. Yeah, that's, that. exci- that's exciting shit. Yeah. That's I'm bl- exciting shit. You're very blessed. That's tight. Yeah. And it's cool you got that. Um... You know, you're young and like you tapped in like at a at a perfect time to be honest. Yeah. Because you know what the regular society like what you're supposed to be doing right now, quote unquote, supposed to be doing is only focusing on a career that you could do for the next thirty years of your life. You know, which is kind of what you always doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just doesn't. It's not traditional. Yeah. You know. Um, so you right on time actually but you know other folks at this point is uh, they just like you know they on the next grade of regular the curriculum you know (laughs) the curriculum still they're still following the regular school curriculum of like at this point make some money get you a crib and then get you a family get you a kid Get fat, die. You know, <laughs> like you get to do all that, but like along the way, like you just have, have more fun. interesting. You have more flavor. You have, have fun. More, yeah, it's yeah. you get like th- that's the like have some fun and like share it with other people and like you know it's, and live with a little bit of edge to you. You know what I mean? Learn to be a good person. Like what it actually means person. to get burps and not like not like societal like. Hello, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. You know, it's like no, like what's up? Like who are you? Like what do you do? You know what I mean? Like let's let's like I'll be your best friend for the day, you know what I mean? Type shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Yeah. Yeah, it's less transactional. It's more uh you more tapped into your intention is it is rooted in like you're not seeking uh reward. Profit, yeah. You're not seeking reward, exactly. Yeah, a lot of people a lot of people I've learned in life like just do profit but I'm like for what? Exactly. It's like at some point it's like what like like you're getting to the like in your head I'm gonna get to the next like level I'm like what's the next level for? Yeah. To what? And it's like but yeah. Alright, we're gonna wrap this up here. Yeah. Thank you everybody for listening. Anything else you wanna say? No, that's it. Bless bless. Let's go.